Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the RISE Fitness and Nutrition Podcast. I am your host Carlo. Today we are going to talk about the four fundamental principles you will need to apply to move forward in your journey towards your fitness and health goal. Please pay attention, this is really important. I hope you enjoy today's episode and happy listening. XYZ days push-ups, abs, squats, you name it, challenge, XYZ minutes a day workout for fat loss, and the list goes on. What are all of those? What are the common elements that they have? Let's have a look at it. These types of challenges want to make you move, have you moving for a consistent amount of time, have you pushing to reach the goal with eventual sacrifices during the challenge period, but they have no follow-up, so when they're done, you're potentially on your own back to the start. Now, depending on the type of challenge you decide to follow, there are a few things that I would like you to keep in mind to check if this is a good one or a a silly one that I'd rather avoid. First of all, there is no way that any challenge for fat loss that trains a specific muscle, for example the abs, will make you lose fat in general. Not to mention lose on your abdomen, or your arms, or your thighs, or your butts, or wherever the challenge claims. Let's get this straight from the start, so sorry, not so sorry. If you join a 30 days abs challenge and follow it hoping to shred them abs, religiously training for the required period, well, you're probably going to achieve a stronger abdomen for sure, which is great, so congratulations by the way. But I guarantee you that if that is the only thing you do, by no means your abs will be all of a sudden visible as the stubborn layer of belly fat magically vanishes at the end of the 30 days. Let's take this out of our mind from now. Are we good? So what else should you look at to evaluate the next challenge? Ask yourself one question. Well, actually a few more. Ask yourself, why would you do that? What is the purpose? What are your expectations from the challenge you want to join? Are you doing it randomly out of boredom or are you doing that for a specific reason? Remember, any action without the right motive rarely stays on track. So clear your mind first. And then are you ready? Here comes the important part. No XX days challenge for fat loss or muscle gains makes much sense unless nutrition is taken into consideration. End of the story. If you choose any challenge to do because it's fun, it helps you move more and being more active and it makes you feel better, absolutely, go for it. But if you're hoping to lose fat or gain muscles but have no guidance for your nutrition, Well, I am sorry, but there's a high risk of frustration ahead, and I'm saying this not because I want to discourage you from being more active, I'm saying this because I believe it's the right thing to tell you, so that your expectations are in check. Alright, where am I going with this? I would like to help you track and understand the most fundamental aspects that you should have clear in mind when it comes to the health and fitness decisions that you make for yourself. And these are four. Number one. Eat right for your goal and drink water no matter what. Number two, train and work out hard but smart to reach your goal. Number three, sleep and rest. Number four, repeat, aka be consistent. Let's talk about them a bit more. Although, if you listen to my previous episodes, I'm sure you already have an idea of what I want to say. Am I right? The number one is eat right for your goal and drink water no matter what. Honestly, screw eat healthy. Why? Well, because it's too vague. And more than often there are so many healthy foods 
on the market but then when you actually turn them around and look at the label you can see that are actually total shit and that is worse for you than beneficial so eat right for your goal but carlo what does this mean you know the drill that means understand your daily calorie needs to begin with and then eat your protein first and tailor make the quantity of protein to your current body to be sure you have plenty for you to retain muscle mass if you're going to start a calorie deficit period to lose fat or to increase your muscle mass if that is your goal. Eat plenty of veggies because they are ridiculously beneficial for your health in the first place and then secondly because they help you feeling fuller if you're reducing calories. But most importantly, a diet without veggies is very unbalanced. Eat fruits, oh yes, fruit is good for you, period. Yup, you can eat carbs too. The key here is to understand that they are another essential part of our diet and you can eat them as long as they match your daily calories intake. Alright, I said this before, it's fine if you go out with your friends and have some extras. What matters here is that it has to be clear that the more consistent you are, the easier it will be to cruise toward your goal. Have your expectations, adapt your days and weeks, and you'll be okay. Last but not least, drink plenty of water a day. Plenty like uh, a big bottle a day, by the way. Why? Well, because water is essential to our life, first. And secondly, because your body massively relies on water to keep functioning at its best, to keep itself clean of toxins and to aid the fat loss process, as well as help you performing during your workouts. Now put a damn bottle of water on the table in front of you and since you're here, just pour a glass of water for yourself. Cheers! Number two, train and work out hard but smart to reach your goal. Train hard, yep, I love it. And I hope you love it too, but what's better than just train hard? Train hard and smart. Let me clarify smart. A smart training is a form of workout that you enjoy it's functional to your fitness goal and matches your nutrition. Let's explain them a little better. So a form of exercise that you enjoy, whatever that is, for instance, powerlifting, biking in the city, weightlifting, yoga, walking, playing team sports, anything. As long as you enjoy it, no matter how hard it can be, a workout that you like is a workout that you'll be able to keep on doing consistently versus doing something that you hate A to the Z and that you're forced to do. For instance, I don't like running. So if you ask me to go out for a run, I probably will find a reasonable excuse to ditch you. Maybe not last minute, but almost. The type of workout you choose though, has to be functional to your health goal. For example, should the day ever come that I decide to run a marathon, I should then choose a type of training that will allow me to improve my running performance. So I probably shouldn't consider joining a powerlifting gym, as that will not really help me to lower my 5k personal record, and vice versa. If you want to improve your deadlift or squat, running 40k a week will definitely not help you to do that. When it comes to weight management, if you want to lose fat while maintaining or increasing your lean mass as much as possible, then you probably should consider strength training mainly with some cardio. Okay, the discussion here is very long, so I'm just gonna leave this here for another session. Lastly, a smart training has to be matched with your nutrition to help you sustain your performance on the spot but most importantly, to help you sustain the correct fat loss or weight gain. Don't be too strict in your calorie deficit as it wouldn't make any sense, as well as don't go berserk in your calorie surplus if you want to gain more lean mass than fat mass. The third pillar here is sleep and rest. Well, do I really need to be specific here? 
our body needs sleep and rest to be able to perform, both for our brain health, both for our body composition goals. A body that is sleep deprived will not function properly and will not help us stay in track with our nutrition and training. Have you ever noticed what happens when you are sleep deprived? A sleepy brain craves for the easy and more than often poor food choices like, uh, you know, that extra bag of chips, those cookies right there on the shelf, that quote-unquote healthy granola bar, or that juicy venti Starbucks creme brulee frappuccino. A sleepy brain will more likely to tell us that actually staying on the sofa and watch the Kardashians is a much better option than go out and train or play sports. Or simply, a sleepy brain will greatly increase the risk of injuries during our training due to, you know, lack of coordination for the most part. And I'm sorry, but if you are sleep deprived, black coffee doesn't count that much. Sure, it can give you a sense of wakefulness and help you to push a bit more, but ultimately, you'll be less performing. Now, imagine if you slept sounding and had your inner battery at full power, what could the black coffee help you achieve? Believe me. Don't cut on your sleep and rest, because there's no such thing as tomorrow I sleep longer to recover the lack of sleep, because the hours you don't sleep are just gone. Be conscious about it next time you want to binge on the newest Korean drama until 3am to be up and running at 7.30am. As long as you're doing it consciously and not just of boredom, you can deal with the consequences of it like an adult, not like a toddler. But ultimately, you just have to be aware that when you cut on sleep, it's very detrimental for your health, period. Last on the list here is repeat, aka be consistent. I will not get tired of repeating this. If you're not consistent in your health and fitness choices, you will not be able to achieve whatever goal you chose for yourself. Hold your horses before you say, but I did everything I could. And ask yourself again, for real this time, did you really do everything you could and buy the book? But be honest here, if you seriously have been at least 80% consistent every month of your training and nutrition for a few months, you should have progress in your hands right here and now. If you didn't, don't worry, there is something we can talk about. We are humans, right? And unless we track what we do, we can't rely on our memory. Do you remember what t-shirt or dress were you wearing last Saturday evening? Neither do I. I would remember it if I've written it somewhere as I would remember my protein intake and calories if I track them. So I'm sorry, but if you're about to say, it's my body structure, my hormones, my horoscope, I just can change, it's BS. I'm sorry. Well, actually, I'm not really sorry. It's BS. People that seriously have issues with the hormones are a very, very, very small percentage of the population. And if you really are sure that you've been consistent and tracked every single calorie you had in your nutrition and nothing changed, you can consider going for a checkup, but believe me, chances are there were some other issues here and there. I forgot the piece of cake, I forgot the frappuccino, I forgot that I had a little bit more pasta, I forgot, 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 forgot something, which is fine. Find those issues here and there, correct them, and let's get back on track, because nothing is lost. This is not a race, this is a lifestyle. And so it goes on. One more thing here, don't forget, Whatever you choose for your health and fitness, make sure you understood the pillars that should help you making the best choice for you. Eat, train, sleep, and repeat. Keep those clear in mind and I am sure 
you will find the right path for you. On the other hand, the next time you see a challenge on Instagram, filter it using today's ideas before you jump right in it and potentially waste time. And that was it for today. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something useful for you. If you have been listening to this through your Apple podcast, please leave a five-star review if you enjoy the content. That will really be helpful for me. For any type of question, comment, or feedback, feel free to reach me on my Instagram account at thecarl.fit. Thank you, have a nice week, and see you next time.